You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Football Friday, hoping Joe O gets himself uh, better and back with us early next week as we talk through NFL Week Number Eleven. A lot of really good games here. We'll hit on the Titans, Texas, one of the biggest spreads of the week. But why don't we start here? Bengals Raiders, a game that I have I've been looking at all week. I think it's going to be more, more one of the more entertaining games on the the docket for this week. The number has stayed steady, I believe, all week. And we see a lot of line movement throughout the week. We talked through Aaron, but this one has been the same spot every time I've looked the entire week. Bengals minus one on the road in Las Vegas on Sunday. The over under 50 and a half. I like the Bengals in this game. And I like the over. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is a week where I feel pretty good about some of the over unders, but I feel like we're getting a high scoring game on Sunday. And I, I, I haven't given up on the Bengals as a playoff team. I haven't given up on the Bengals as a good team. I know they've had a couple tough weeks, the Jets, and obviously what happened with the Browns um, a couple weeks ago. But they're off their bye. I just feel like the Raiders thing, and I've been saying it for weeks, I just don't know if they could they could sustain what they did to start the year. I mean, there's just so much going on there. I, I like the Bengals on Sunday in this game. I like the Bengals too. I have to agree with you. I think – this, the Raiders are not going to be able to sustain the same success that we saw earlier in the season. Losing the head coach, losing Henry Ruggs, just too much is happening. And I don't think this team was good enough to sustain that type of um, the devastating news that they've had. I mean, mentally, just everything they've had to overcome. I just think it's going to unravel for them, and I don't think they're going to be that good down the stretch here. And I like the Bengals in this one. Yeah, and I um, before you go, Paul, I just I felt yeah. like Henry Ruggs is not a great player, but he was he was he he provided something that Deshaun Jackson will see if he he can start doing some things. But I don't think he's looked at the same way. Like that that threat no. of over the top, they didn't they don't really have it when Henry Ruggs out now. And I thought it just like condensed the defense last week. The Chiefs brought guys up, they stopped the run. I, I just think the Raiders are in some trouble here moving forward. Yeah, these teams are just so similar. It's, I mean, both offenses are, and not just like makeup, but just the way they're playing too. Both, both offenses are playing better than both defenses over the last three weeks. Both are top three in yards per play and top three in early down success rate over the past month. Then they're both bottom 10 in yards per play allowed over the last three games. And both are bottom five in defense early down success rate in the last month. So love your look to the over there. Um, and then you look at their past defense, since he is number 21 DVOA, Las Vegas is number 22. Uh, if you're oh. looking for a prop angle, uh, Vegas is tied for the second most tight end receptions, second most tight end receiving yards, and third most tight end touchdown receptions allowed. So CJ Uzoma could be a look mm-hmm. there. Uh, if you're looking for a Vegas edge, I mean, it would be the pressure rate in the pass rush. I mean, they're in the top third of the league versus Cincy, which is kind of below average. But I like Cincy here. I bet it earlier in the week. I don't know if it's a contest play, um, but I, I, I'm, and I'm also with you. They're the same team right now at the same spot, but I feel like they're already heading exactly different, like the complete opposite directions. The Raiders have lost two games in a row where they haven't been able to score more than 17 points against some of the bottom-tier defenses in the NFL. And in those losses, Derek Carr has thrown three interceptions – um, and the Raiders went back to back scoring zero points in the fourth quarter. So oof, they can't put points on the board late. 
not good. Yeah, it's been ugly with the Raiders lately. I'm going to fade them. I like the Bengals on Sunday, minus the one. Basically, just pick them to win the game. All right, let's go to the Texans-Titans. One of the biggest numbers on the board this week. Texans getting 10 points. Titans, 10-point home favorite. 44-and-a-half is the number, the total on the game. Look, we know the story. Titans are the best record in the NFL, but they're doing it. Uh, some might say smoke and mirrors. I mean, uh, Joe the Grouch might yell at us for having them top of our power rankings. But the bottom line is they keep winning. They're going to win this game. Do they cover the number? I'm going to lean towards no. I would say this, I'd like the Texan side of the number here plus the 10. It does feel at times silly with the Texans because we've there's been so many big numbers. We're like, yeah, we'll take the Texans plus the points. And then they're like, oh, yeah, they're awful. But the Titans offense has been pretty poor the last couple of weeks, Aaron, without Derrick Henry. They're yeah. going to win. Their defensive line is going to dominate the game. They'll win the game. But I don't know if they're going to cover this. I would lean the Texans getting 10 points here. I'm leaning Texans as well. And I found the stat. Teams off the bye are 5-11 and 11 ATS. Um, and they are 3-9 and nine ATS if you eliminate games with both teams off the bye. So that's it, an interesting trend uh, that we're seeing with teams off the bye. Now, my thing with the Titans is as well as they, as well as they have been playing – offensively without Derrick Henry, they're really, they don't have an identity and they've been spreading the ball. Um, I saw something. Is it, where was it? They've had so many different players that, you know, have had receptions and I I just feel like it's been sort of a potpourri. Um, I don't know if I trust what they're doing on offense to lay a number like that. And so I would definitely lean on the Texans here. We could also be getting some weather Sunday in Nashville, which uh, with some rain is in the forecast, which could make this a sloppy game. I I would take the points here, Paul. Yeah, I like this landing somewhere between 7 and 10. I think that's uh, a better spot for it. So I'm with you guys on taking the Texans over 10. Their offensive numbers look so terrible, but so much of that was Davis Mills. And Tyrod has shown, like, he didn't have a great game against, you know, the last time out, but they he was coming back and... You know, he showed early in the season he can put up some points. Um, and the Texans' defense isn't half bad. Like, they're top half of the league in pass rush win, win rate. Uh, they're top half of the league in run stop win rate. So, like, the defense, and we've seen it. We saw it against the Cardinals, a team like the Cardinals. Like, the Texans' the defense kept them in that game. Just Davis Mills yep. couldn't do anything. I think they keep this within 10. So, I'm with you guys on the Texans. Just a couple too many points. Let's go to the Cardinals-Seahawks here. I... I don't know what to do with this game because the Cardinals have made it very difficult to wager on them the last couple weeks. They are being very vague about Kyler Murray. I think intentionally because they they don't want their opponent to know. I also don't think they know. So he was limited yesterday. So two days ago, he's on track, right? He's trending towards coming back for this game. Yesterday, he's limited. Like, why is he still limited at practice? Like, is he going to play in this game? I don't know. They are one and a half point favorites on the road in Seattle. We all know over the years what happens when the Seahawks are home dogs. They usually win with Russell Wilson at home. Last week, we could chalk up to Russell Wilson coming off the finger surgery. They're taking the pin out. He looked terrible last week. My lean right now is the Seahawks getting a point and a half because I don't know what's going on with Kyler. And this has got to be desperation time for the Seahawks. We saw this with a couple spots last week. We're like, if you don't win, your season's over. I think if the Seahawks lose, their season is over. I would lean Seahawks plus the one and a half at home, Aaron, because I don't know what's going on here with Kyler Murray's injury. 
Yeah, so Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, and DeAndre Hopkins have either not participated or been limited this week. So there's a lot of question marks for Arizona. Um, if McCoy is the starter, he's 8-24 and 24 straight up and 9-22-1 and 22 and 1 against the spread in his last 32 starts. Um, we just don't know what we're going to get from McCoy. You've got to think that the Seahawks are in desperation mode here. They have yeah. to get it together. And if Kyler Murray does play, he could be a little rusty. You know, um, you don't know what you're going to get from him. So I would lean Seahawks here. This does seem like it's either Seahawks or nothing. Um, I, I can't see myself playing the two with the with the Cardinals, even if, again, kind of unsure what we're getting from Kyler. Yeah, I again, this is just a total your guessing spot a little bit, so yeah. uh, probably a stay away. But we'll see what comes out of the injury report on you know at the end of the day. Today. Or or if you like putting uh, either of those teaser. teams in a teaser, yeah. Seahawks is not a yeah. bad look. I actually put that with the Vikings earlier this week. That's a good one. I like that. This is a teaser spot, I believe. And we could we could go back and look and see if I'm right on this. I believe Colt McCoy beat the Seahawks last year as the Giants quarterback in. Seattle. So my point is, can Colt McCoy win in Seattle against Russell Wilson two years in a row? That feels like a lot to ask out of Colt McCoy. I just, I don't know if he can go to Seattle and win two years in a row. He just did this last, I think it was last December. I feel like I, I took Seattle in that game and, and the Giants upset him and I lost. So it's kind of burned in my memory, but I feel I, like um, Colt McCoy is just good for like one game and then yeah. he reverts let's, to Colt McCoy again. <laughs> let's look at young Colt's numbers in that game. 13 of 22 for 105 yards. Average of 4.8 yards per pass. Uh, a touchdown, an interception, got sacked twice. 60, uh, 67.4 passer rating, a 28.1 QBR, and a win. And a victory. Quarterback wins. There it is, everybody. The, uh, the win for Colt McCoy. All right, I'd lean the Seahawks plus the one and a half. All right, let's get to the game that I think is probably going to have the most just average Joe public money of any NFL game this year. It'd probably be beat on Thursday because everyone's going to bet on Thanksgiving is they watch these games, but Aaron, the game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, it is America's game of the week. It's four o'clock. Everyone will be tuned in. I can't wait. Cowboys, and this number sat here all week. No movement on this. Cowboys, plus two and a half. The total in this game is 56. It was 55 and a half earlier in the week. My lean is the Cowboys getting two and a half points. I wish I was getting the field goal. Um, we're going to have a shootout here. The one thing I, I keep bringing up with the Cowboys if they don't take the ball away, they allow points. I mean, the last week was was different, but the, the Falcons might just be terrible. But for the most part this year, if they don't take the ball away, they give up points. This is the ultimate. If Mahomes is back and he doesn't turn the ball over, the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points in this game. I, I know the total is a lot. I like the over in the game. I would lean the yeah. Cowboys, and I like the teaser spot here with the Cowboys. I think this is at least within eight and a half points. I agree, because even if Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are back, offensively i don't trust their defense as much so looking at the over could be a good play here i love the cowboys um i keep talking about the short road dogs this is another one cowboys plus two and a half you could also put them in teasers um i've i've said i'm a cowboys hater but i love the cowboys in this spot i could put my bias to the side <laughs> i think the cowboys well, should be think? favored in this game i think they i do too i mean like just looking at the numbers, neutral field. Okay, neutral field. I think the Cowboys are favored. I just looking up and down. Like okay, yeah, the Chiefs. I, I think that was that game against the Raiders. 
was a great turnout for anyone who wants to bet on the Cowboys this week because it looks like the Chiefs are back. And, yeah, I think there's going to be a, a lot of points scored. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be game of the week. And, honestly, we might stay away from it in the contest for a similar reason. Like, it's going to be a very popular spot, and I'm going to watch the game anyway, like, regardless. But I think the Cowboys should be favored in this. Like, I just think, you know, their defense is opportunistic. And what is the Chiefs' defense still? All right, they, what, they beat a Raiders team that's kind of falling apart. I, I'll take the team that bends, doesn't break, sometimes breaks, but also takes the ball away over a team that just, like, can't stop the run, can't really stop the pass, and is still kind of figuring it out. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'll take the I Cowboys. I agree. I mean, how many people probably have the Cowboys higher in their power rankings, yet they're underdogs? Yeah. It is head-scratching. I don't understand it. How much of this is just an overreaction to one game that we saw? Oh, my God, Pat Mahomes is back. Like, come on. Kermit is – we still need to see a little more from Kermit before we, we can lay the points. Well, let me say it now. If you are on the Chiefs side, if you're on the other side of the three of us, just go put Mahomes MVP in now because if they win and he has a big day, he's going to go from 17-1 to oh, to yeah. probably 10-1 to by Monday. Uh, a couple props I do think are interesting in this game. You get plus 148 on Dak Prescott over two and a half touchdowns. I could see Dak throwing three touchdowns in this game. It's a big number, but, I mean, he's got an incredible offense against a very suspect defense. Actually, both quarterbacks, you get big plus money on FanDuel. Plus 134 on Mahomes. Over two and a half touchdowns, plus 148 on Dak. And I'm feeling a big game this weekend by CeeDee Lamb. It feels like he gets up for these big games. CeeDee Lamb always says he's big in his like primetime games or big games. CeeDee Lamb gets up for it. He had the game-winning touchdown uh, against the Patriots a few weeks ago. CeeDee Lamb over under 72 and a half yards. I would go the over. I think he has a gigantic game on Sunday. Pat Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns. Didn't he have five last week? That seems yeah. like a pretty good prop as well, especially if you think this one is going over. And Plus Michael Gallup's back. Yeah, and Michael Gallup's back for the Cowboys as well. I mean, he was a big part of their offense before he got hurt. So, Yeah, I this one's going to be fun. Uh, let's quickly hit the Chargers and the Steelers. We hit a little bit with Ranji when Chris Ranji was with us yesterday. He loves the Steelers side of this game. I mean, this is is this classic Mike Tomlin. It was six and a half yesterday. I, I liked it better there. It's back down to five and a half. I would tease the Steelers up to 11 and 11 and a half in this game. I, I look, I, I think the Chargers need, need this win. I think they bounce back against a banged up Steelers team. But I don't think this is a route on Sunday night. I think this is, you know, I, I would tease the Steelers up and um, I'll take them that way. This is another one of those um, short dogs that I considered. But do with the Big Ben situation, I, I, quarterback, I don't know what you're going to get there. This is a stay away unless it's Steelers in a teaser for me. I played the Chargers at four, laying four and a half earlier in the week. Uh, once it got up to six and a half, you got to consider the Steelers, and that's the number in the contest. We'll talk more through that there. Um, I have absolutely no interest in backing the Steelers because they're just so bad. But Chargers, Chargers are tough to trust right now. Yeah, I mean, other than the Eagles win when they won by a field goal, they haven't look good in a month and that game they were up and down in that one too so it's they're a weird team they, they're desperate though they need the win in this game more than the Steelers do Joe G Aaron Hawksworth that's Becky L Dilly presented as always by FanDuel Sports we'll dive into the college slate of games this weekend next Ed Egros of FanDuel joins us top of the hour right here on the Becky Network
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.